Hey, dear saints, you're listening to Preaching Christ Crucified on Double-Edged Sword. Sermons from Pastor Kilgo, preached at Redeemer Lutheran Church in Lawrence, Kansas. We pray that as you hear God's word, you would be strengthened in faith and love and rejoice in the joy of the Lord's promises and kindness. In the name of Jesus, amen. Dear saints, straighten up, raise your heads, watch yourselves, stay awake, pray. Our Lord in the gospel issues a whole myriad of synonymous imperatives, applied imperatives. And all of these imperatives or these commands revolve around our seeing what's happening around us, and believing what our Lord has to say about those things, and therefore correctly understanding what's going on with those things. Or as we might say, the Lord is commanding us to look at the things happening around us and the things that are coming, not with the eyes of the world, but with the eyes of faith. Our Lord expects us to look around and see the distress of the nations, and the decline of civilization, and degradation that comes with fear, and to see these things as clearly as we see the sun and the moon and the stars. What he does not expect us to do is what we are tempted to do when we see those things, and that is to run and hide at the observation of the chaos of this world, but instead to pray and to straighten up and to lift our heads because our salvation is coming. Our Lord instructs us to interpret these horrors around us the same way that we would interpret the buds on a fig tree. It's not winter that's coming when you see the buds coming out on the tree. It's not death and devastation and more chaos that's coming. It's summer that's on the way. It's not destruction and desolation and famine that the bud on the fig tree signifies to us. The fig tree's budding, and that means life is on the way. The fig tree is budding, and for us, that means, at least for the faithful, that a harvest and a feast are coming. It means that your redemption, dear saints, is drawing near. It means the devil and the world and our fallen flesh are all thrashing about like a toddler throwing a fit over not getting his way. It's horrific, and it's terrifying, and it's devastating to be sure. Not the toddler, but the devil and whatnot. They're flailing around, causing all this commotion because they're passing away, and they know it. And so the Lord is pointing us to this chaos in the world and reminding us that every time we see such things going on, we should be reminded that he's coming back and that that time is closer now than it was yesterday. He's reminding us with all these things that they are passing away, leaving the one thing needful, the word of the Lord, which will never pass away. But there's more imperatives for us here than simply watching out in the world and interpreting it aright, we are to watch ourselves also. Keep watch on yourselves, says your Lord, lest you think that the death of this life and this world are a loss 
and you get caught up in the despair of this world and give yourself over to the wrong things. Your redemption, your salvation, your Lord are drawing near. And so if they must let the seas rise and the poles melt and the earth burn itself down, let famine and disease and death come, let hardship, war, and strife come, because your redemption draws near. Take they our life, goods, fame, child, wife. Take they food and music and laughter, they yet have nothing won. The kingdom is still ours. And what is taken will be restored greater than we can imagine. What is broken will be healed, and what is sinful will be forgiven, and what is evil will be purged, and what is unholy will be sanctified. And there will be a blessed reunion in a new heaven and a new earth. Satan and his minions will be bound at last so that we are finally free to be what the Lord has given us to be in our baptism, God's own children. So the Lord tells you, dear saints, to straighten up and to raise your heads, to look not to the fallen world, the presidents and governors or doctors and sad news, to look not to Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or TikTok, to look past CNN and Fox and the New York Times and the Federalist, to lift up your heads and behold what's coming, your redemption, which is drawing near. Your Lord exhorts you to come and to meet him and to come and to join in the angels in song and rejoice in the trumpet blast. Because the last day, the day when heaven and earth will pass away, when terrors and horrors will be on every hand, that's coming, but so is the Lord. And because you are the baptized, you look then to that day not in terror but in joy, not in horror, but in gladness. Because it is that day when you are released from this prison house of death and given the immortal dwelling place of God. It's that day when you will leap like calves from the stall as the prophet Malachi has promised to you. And so, dear saints, raise up your heads for your salvation and your redemption and your Lord is drawing ever more near. But we need not only direct our gaze to the future as though Jesus is on, on the sidelines somewhere just waiting to come in, and in the meantime, we're just by ourselves. It's not just on the last day that the Lord comes. The Lord doesn't leave us dangling on our own without his aid. He comes today, even now, with his salvation and his recompense and his joy. He comes in the midst of your guilt and your fears and your sorrows. He comes into the midst of the wicked world and the temptations of the devil, and he comes not in terrors, but with forgiveness. And so, dear saints, lift up your heads for your redemption and your Lord and your salvation draw near even now. And he comes, as he always does, with his word, which will not pass away, with his spirit, which sets your hearts at peace and brings about your faith. He comes with his absolution to separate your sin from you. 
and with his baptism to wash and cleanse you from every spot and blemish, and with his body and his blood feeding you with forgiveness and life and salvation, that you would taste and see that the Lord is indeed good even right now. In a moment, we'll do what the Lord exhorts us to in a little bit different way. In addition to lifting up our heads, we will also lift up our hearts. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. And here the Lord reminds us in this moment to stop thinking about all the other stuff in the world, all the distractions that the devil would place in front of us. That however inattentive we may have been at this point, whatever grudges we might be holding, whatever fears we might have been distracted by, whatever it might be, that we would lift up our heads and our hearts to what matters now. That we would focus heart and mind on the altar where the Lord promises to be for us in order to receive the benefit and blessing of his own flesh and blood, crucified and risen for our sake. And he lifts up our hearts and our minds, and he reminds us that here he gives himself to us, that he has come as he's promised, and that he who is truly here for us also truly forgives us our sins and sets us at peace with himself and with one another. We look and we behold our redemption and our salvation and our Lord who draws near to us, not just on the last day, but even now. We lift our heads and we hold the one who has died for you and declared you righteous before his Father, the one who comes now in word and sacrament to bless and encourage, strengthen and sustain you. And we lift our heads also to the last day where he will come again in glory, where he will finish the good work that he has begun this day in you, where our joy will be made full, where we, by grace, will lift up our heads in triumph and victory and shout with joy at the coming of our Lord and glory, putting all of our enemies under both his feet and ours, and raising us to enjoy his eternal riches. Lift up your heads, dear saints, for your redemption, your salvation, your Lord draws near to you. In the name of Jesus, amen. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, Guard your hearts and your minds through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Thanks for listening to Preaching Christ Crucified on Double-Edged Sword, sermons by Pastor Kilgo at Redeemer Lutheran Church in Lawrence, Kansas. We'd like to invite you to join us for church Sundays at 10 a.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. We also have Bible study at 9 a.m. on Sunday mornings and at other times throughout the week. Please visit our website at redeemer-lawrence.org for more information. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time.